amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. What's up, everybody? I'm to hear more. Patrick Cloud. Welcome back to another episode of Damn Internet. You scary. Yeah. Uh, the episode after the holidays. And my first question is, have you held your nephew? Oh, I have. Yes. It happened on Thanksgiving. And yes. it wasn't so bad. I was like, okay, for sure. <laughs> now I'm just going to wait till Christmas. It'll be like a holiday thing. <laughs> this baby was born for a whole month and change before two you months. held two months about two months yeah october 1st before you held this child mm-hmm. yeah it wasn't that bad though <laughs> i feel like if you think about my reasoning it was it's pretty noble because no one has baby training like that unless you've had kids so like for someone to just be like hey i trust you with you know my ch- my new child and somebody's just like yeah for sure you know i i i, I was approaching it tactically i asked questions mm-hmm. i didn't want to drop it you know him okay. excuse me yeah okay all right. i have to stop calling babies it you don't have to but i understand the sentiments um, <laughs> but I, i'm sure you've held other delicate things before you've held glasses champagne flutes you've held phones you've held I broke all of those examples, though. (laughs) Every example I have, I've broken flutes, I've broken glasses, I've broken phones. So it's just about limiting the risk. (laughs) That's that's fair. Uh, How was the Thanksgiving? It was great. It was really, really good. Uh, It was, I guess, um, you know, since it was my nephew's first Thanksgiving, it was very, very intimate. Mm. Uh, we had my, my, it's, it's still crazy to say my brother's baby mama, <laughs> she was, uh, she was there Mel, and, uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was really, it was really chill. We were just, uh, ch- chopping it up, playing games, getting drunk, eating way. I ate way too much. Did you? I threw up. Yep. You threw up? I ate. Yep. You got food wasted. I got food wasted. Yep. That is true. You're a slut. It was bad, but it was so good. <laughs> what about you? Uh, I did two Friendsgivings, one the day before and then wow. one after. Uh, both were fire, both were great, amazing food. Uh, I stopped eating until I get full. Like, I, I, I stopped doing that. Uh-huh. And so I just eat until I'm satisfied. And, like, like, if I feel like I can go back and get another plate, that's when I know I'm done. Like, uh-huh. anything other than that, you're going to get slumped. Bro, like I've I've had years of practice. You said you you feel like you could get another plate. When I feel like I can get another plate, that's when I don't. That's that's when I know I need to be done because the food hasn't settled in yet. It's just got there. It's just looking around. Then took his shoes off. It still got his jacket on. All right, and when that food gets settled, and you put more food (laughs) on top of that, then that food gets settled. You like that? That's when you ready to die. That's food wasted. That's when you throw up. So you know, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not doing that no more. I've learned my lesson from it and we out of there yeah erica sort of eating till you throw it up is it's wild business he's 
Pat's a wild boy for that one. I was just, I was just yanked out of this place. <laughs> I was just like, yo. <laughs> I saw, I saw it, and I was just like, uh, okay. I just kept talking. <laughs> it was in the middle of a good joke and everything. All right. <laughs> I. Did you, are you, were you big on leftovers this year? I actually didn't have any. We didn't take any food with us from either one of the Friendsgivings. And uh, we didn't really make anything. Farron made, for the first year, first time ever, corn succotash. Succotash, excuse me, not succotash. Corn succotash. It is an assortment of corn. Uh, red succotash is real? Lima, be Lima beans and some other stuff, but it's all mixed together. I don't know, it's not like a stew, it's it's just like it's corn succotash, bro. I don't, I, don't I thought know that was it. a made up thing. That what's his name, Sylvester Stallone? Not yeah, Stallone, the cat. The cat. <laughs> succotash. Oh, yeah. it's like a veggie dish, yeah, yeah. I've never, I didn't even know this was real. It was good, mm -hmm. yeah, it was good. Have you ever had succotash though? No, absolutely. I would have avoided it with my life. Says it includes corn, lima beans, bell peppers, and onions. And you just eat it like a bowl, like a rice bowl? Uh, you get it like a side. You put it on a plate like you would mac and cheese. It's just a side. But it was good. It was better than I expected. I had to try it because Fran had cooked it. I was so skeptical. <laughs> you was you you had to dip your toes in it first. Like, Girl, I got the smallest, smallest spoonful initially. I tried it, but oh, ain't bad, ain't bad. It really tastes the grilled peppers. I, I tasted the peppers. I was like, okay, cool. It's not overbearing, but it's still present. It was good. Then I got a regular spoonful, but I was still like, all right, we're gonna see what this do to my stomach. Weird combination they had together. What really threw me off was the lima beans. The lima beans was like. I don't think I've ever had lima beans. They say that you can switch the lima beans out with, uh, uh, what is it? Edamame, I think. Yeah, you can switch the lima like beans out with edamame. Do, they, do those two things, like, do those taste the same? Edamame and, and, and lima beans? I think it would have been a different flavor with the edamame, but it wouldn't have been that different. Edamame has a very, unless it's like the, the, the garlic edamame, it has a kind of subtle taste to, to me, just a little different. I just have to clear this up. Erica Sorta's in the Patreon chat. I didn't. I didn't eat till I threw threw up. That sounds really gluttonous. It's not like I was like eating, eating, eating. Ugh! I I ate too much. Later on, I threw up. He's lying. I saw the pictures. Pat had gravy. He was taking. People were taking gravy shots out of Pat's stomach. Oh, uh, he was eating with a button up on. The button up was unbuttoned. He's dressing all in his chest hair. It was a wild place. It was a wild business, guys. Very I woke up business. several days later. <laughs> that was a wild time. Thanksgiving, it's just, once you get to a certain age, and uh, I'm at a point now, I was like, man, it's just, it's just a lot of food. And then back to back, Christmas. Christmas come right up, too. Christmas really don't take no break. Christmas come right up, and it's the same wait. meal right back. It's like... That's why we started doing like ribs and meatloaf and stuff for the holidays. Like, it up. Yeah, man, it gets too much. It's only so much dressing you're supposed to have throughout the year. You have dressing maybe three times. Anything uh -huh. outside of that, you, you're 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 a serial killer, in my opinion. I don't. I, I was kind of the same way. I didn't have a lot of um, 
leftovers. And I think that's, I think that's the move. Cause growing up, I would have, we would have so many leftovers that I would just be eating the same thing for like what seemed like days. Mm-hmm. And this is like one of the first time I didn't really have any leftovers. I like, I basically like after Thanksgiving, I went right back to ordering food <laughs> and then it's, it's almost like now I'm looking forward to Christmas. Cause it's not like I like ran that, that, that meal to the ground. So even if it is a similar meal, I'll be, I'll be good. Yeah. I, um, I, what, I, got, I, got, I think I got everything I wanted to. I got that mac and cheese, got some dressing, got the turkey, got some ham. Uh, yeah, I got. I think I had everything I wanted to, so I'm not really looking forward to Christmas trying something that I didn't get. Only thing I didn't get was like what I said, like the ribs and the meatloaf, and we might just order order from Boston Market and just do that. I've been to Boston Market in a minute. Man, we've catered. We've had our Thanksgiving provided by Boston Market a couple times. So we was like, we don't really? feel like going to no store. We ain't cooking and all that. Man, out of here. That's yeah. That's definitely how. That's more how I grew up. There was like a couple times where like it was like home cooked and everything, but for the most part, we just a- avoided the the hassle. Because to go through all of that and then have people complain about it anyway is much mm-hmm. like. That's why I, I I always like take my hat off to the like the big mamas, the grandmas, the the aunties that cook for Thanksgiving because they basically even if it's not amazing if they cook all that day and then people come over and they're just like this stuff and ain't it I, I couldn't i don't think i could cook again i don't think i could cook again period bro that the, the crazy part is like sunday dinners is is still a thing i don't think it's like it's not as big everywhere else but like certain places in the south sunday dinner can be as big as thanksgiving dinner there are people who still be cooking like that there's a regular sunday you know they're gonna have the greens everybody has some stuff in Damn. Uh, I was a dresser, rather. Um, mac and cheese, fried catfish, fried chicken. It's like, nigga, that's a lot to start your Every week Sunday. That's, Every Sunday. That's heavy. I mean, it, I guess it makes sense why people are just generally like bigger in the South, too. Because mm-hmm. I remember when we were at, uh, when we were in Atlanta, they were saying that at the HBCUs, they had like fish fries every Friday. Yeah. And just like, something else every Wednesday, like really, really heavy, rich meals, like every week, as opposed to kind of like holidays, which I feel like that's when I do it. I did the fish fry at McDonald's for like two straight when I had the fish filet on sale. That's not a fish Friday. fry. Mm-hmm. That's not mm-hmm. a fish fry. That's just eating a fish filet on a Friday. <laughs> I don't see the difference. So, like I'm going down to the fish fry at McDonald's. People are like, what the what the hell? Fish fries come with fries and fish, sometimes pickles. That's that's my fish fillet. I just got the to go version. Fish fillet do be hidden though. I'm not even. Yeah, lie. see, people coming out the woodworks. People coming out the woodwork. Okay, let's let's call it. Pat, your family do they cook dressing or stuffing? This is gonna tell me a lot about who you are as a person. Dressing. I mean, is with. Cornbread, yeah. Take the juice from the turkey after the turkey's been cooking. If you don't have that, you can use stock. But most people, like when they really be cooking, they take the juice from the turkey, pour it in the the, the mixed up cornbread, mix it around, and add the other the other ingredients. And they can sometimes cook it alone, or they cook it in a pan with the turkey, right? 
or stuff. I mean, uh, yes, yeah, stuffing, stuffing is is in the red box, the stove top. Right. What did you have growing up? I always did uh, dressing, but okay, it was called both. Yeah. Like you how you prepared it, too, but I always yeah. I, I need I need I need to know what you rocking with. The stovetop is I feel like it's appropriating the culture. Okay, that was white people's way of putting it together real quick. Didn't want to put it in the work. They don't have slaves to do the cooking for them no more. And they don't feel like doing it themselves, so they came up with stovetop. Stovetop <laughs> is appropriation to the culture of dressings. This is my opinion. Okay. I mean, to, okay, to be honest, I've had stovetop before and I didn't mind it. I don't think Charlotte, it's terrible. Man. I don't, think it's, out. I don't think it's terrible. I've you never had it on moon. Thanksgiving. But you I are a moon cricket, porch monkey ass coon. <laughs> you selling out the culture, trying to please the white man sitting on his lap. I can't believe you, man. I know what it tastes like and it's not bad. I've never had it with soul food or Thanksgiving uh, food. But I have had dressing that was called stuffing. Uh-huh. Like I've had it prepared like dressing and, and everybody that was around me called it stuffing one year or dressing. Mm-hmm. Like what it's called in, in my family has always been like both, but we've always had dressing on Thanksgiving. But I don't, I don't remember when I had stovetop. I think I, I think I had it when I was a kid. Well, and I feel like it... it it tastes like croutons. Yeah, you you said you had it and it wasn't with soul food. That lets you know right there you was committing a crime. Okay, because dress is only supposed to be with soul food. Nobody out here eating. But this was stuffing. Things. Huh? But this I was mean, stuffing. Stuffing's stuffing only supposed to be with soul food. Okay. You know, you're not eating, you're not eating goddamn me uh taco bell with some stuffing. Okay, Ugh. you don't mix taco night with stuffing. Stuffing and, and dressing should only come out during soul food. So wait, what do white people eat stovetop with? Anything. What's on the box with it? Green bean casserole, uh, unseasoned pork chops, uh, un, uh, smoked bear leg. Per your video. Oh wow! You want to you want to hear what's what's on the stovetop box? It's stuffing, peas and carrots, and uh, slices of turkey. That makes sense to me. Mm. That makes that, sense. That sounds like a Thanksgiving dinner. That sounds like a Thanksgiving dinner. Peas and carrots? I mean, uh, is that inside of it? You saying that, that, that peas and carrots? That was a side. Look. Look at the one that says sage or cornbread. You see how on the side of it, it's peas and carrots. That's nasty work. Peas and carrots, <laughs> then the stuffing, then... It looked like a TV dinner, honestly, but I'm assuming that's how most people eat stovetop. Hey, man, let's just let's just call it dressing and be done. MTM said it's bread casserole. I think so. I Basically, I, I feel like it uh, kind of tastes like croutons. Yeah, yeah, I got definitely get that. You need, you need you need that cast iron skillet with that real cornbread. You know what I'm saying? Then mix that cornbread up. That's that's. That's that's what you need right there. That's what you need. Somebody in here has said her family does fo- both. I'm looking for that 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 comment right there. Somebody Chicken. said her family does stuffing and dressing for the holidays, and I just want to know who who got the time. Okay, who got the, who got the time? Who got the counter space? 
okay? Who got the stove top space? Why y'all doing two of the same, almost same items? One moonlighting as the other one. Hmm? That's like having that's having the rock and and his stunt double at your house. You don't need both of them. Okay, you either can afford the rock or you can't. <laughs> the rock was such a random example of that. All right, Tiff said the stovetop ain't that bad. Okay. Man, that's, that's one person. I wonder how, how universal that is. Um, is I'm it? not I'm not doing it. I'm, I'm, that- I'm sticking to what I know, man. I'm sticking with the dressing, man. Dress, give me dressing and give me my cranberry sauce in a can. If I ain't got ridges on that cranberry sauce, I don't know how much to cut. Okay? I don't want that berry, cranberry ketchup shit that, that people be trying to bring. When and, they mix it up and put it in yeah. a bowl? You won't eat it yeah. like that? No, I don't want that shit, man. I need Why the not? ridges, baby. I need the ridges. The ridges let me know. I know how many ridges I need to justify how much uh, dressing I got. I, that's how I, I, the ridge will cover up one amount of the, the, the half of the cornbread. I mean, not the cornbread, but the, the, the dressing. And then if I got something left, I need another ridge, right? If I'm just doing that with the the, 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 the spoons, nah, nah, I need a full circle to know what I'm dealing with. Full circle. That that had to grow on me. Growing up, those circles were nasty as hell, but- What? Yeah. I, I, I got into cranberry like in my teenage years, but I don't know. I feel like I don't see the circles anymore. I just see it like a- Almost like a jam. Nah, man. Nah, nah, man. I, when I went to the second Friendsgiving, they had me a can because they saw my video about it. They had me a can of the cranberry sauce waiting for me. Oh, I wow. Know. The crazy part is I've, <laughs> as I've got older, my taste buds have matured. I actually prefer gravy <laughs> over anything. But if I want some cranberry sauce, it better be out of a goddamn can. Yeah, so no, wait, you mixing gravy with everything that you would mix the cranberry sauce with? Well, it's just the dressing. I just put the gravy on the dressing instead of cranberry sauce on the dressing. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I do that, too. I do that, too. Yeah. I'm, I'm slow, though, because I found out this year that you're supposed to put the cranberry sauce and the, and the dressing in the same bite. I was always eating them yeah. separate. Yeah, I don't. I, I, I don't mm, that's too much sweet and savor for me. My oh, you don't do that? No, nah, it's, it's like grits. You either gonna have savory grits or you gonna have sweet grits. But you don't mix the two. You don't have sweet grits with sautéed shrimp. Oh, that's people don't do that. Well, I thought everybody did that. I thought that was the point of cranberry sauce. Because then I was like, oh, okay, I get it. But you do the cranberry sauce with the gravy on your dressing. No, 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 no gravy. Just like. A spoonful of cranberry sauce and then a spoonful of uh, dressing on the same spoon, and then. Oh yeah, 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 yeah! Absolutely, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's exactly how you do. It. I thought you said you put the cranberry sauce and the gravy on your dressing. Oh no! no. <laughs> I was like, what else you throwing in this party? Some bananas, nigga? What kind of person are you? Damn, I didn't have any banana pudding. I didn't actually have any uh, sweets or anything this Thanksgiving. Like it was no pie, no. Oh really? Yeah, it was all just straight. You said that's why I threw up. <laughs> What's going on for the uh, the the Christmas holidays? You uh, you in town? You out here? I think I am. I don't think we're doing Christmas though. I, I mean, we might you know go over some people's house and that's that's about it. But we ain't we ain't doing no gifts right now, man. We don't, honestly don't need anything, and I'm not really big on trees. That what? I, 
I've become a Grinch to a certain degree. And it's like, bro, we spend this money on a tree that's going to die. We can buy a tree, right, and then keep that. But then that's that's taking up valuable storage space, right? And typically we were like, we had got to a point where we were like taking vacations or we would go out of town doing the holidays. So it's like you spend all this money on this tree. And you're not even there to enjoy it on the day right. that you're supposed to be celebrating. So I was like, man, I'm not. If we get a little tree, it's going to be on the counter. That shit going to be on the kitchen counter. <laughs> Grinch. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I'm not, I, I, I'll be, I'll be that. I, I'll be the Grinch. I definitely will be that. I'm not. For what? What? I, I see, what? What do you need for Christmas? And fans always like, it's not about what you need and all of that for Christmas and your birthday. It's about what you want. I was like, I don't really want nothing. Only thing I want to do is just get out of debt. That's it. So unless somebody gonna drop a check on me for 150 k, everything else is like, you know, I don't want to seem unappreciative. So just don't give me nothing. <laughs> That I mean, that's true. I feel like the holidays are kind of, uh, and I feel like you know it's it's talked about every year how it's kind of just extra. It's like people kind of take the materialistic shit too serious just for it to be that time of the year, as opposed you know to just stick into what you are what's really important. So exactly. I think that's a I think that's a, a a chill way to look at it. I'm just like I don't know. I think that. Uh, for me, it's not like about gifts as much as it is like uh, experiences. Because mm-hmm. living in LA for so long and now finally being able to like travel and go places, I feel like I see that the reason why everybody loves LA so much is because it's the same all year. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like if you grew up in that same, it's cool to see like, oh, what's Christmas like in this city? What's Christmas mm-hmm. like in this state? So. That's kind of like my my more of my vibe this year is kind of just like seeing a different Christmas as opposed to just gifts, gifts, gifts. So that means you're going to another cabin in the woods, something like Panama. You're going to St. Louis. Where you going, Pat? Huh? I've decided. I'm. uh, I've been screenshotting a bunch of places, but uh, I don't know. Maybe somewhere random like Oregon. That would be. That would that would be random. That's you are dead set on going places. Black people ain't really welcome. Yeah, I, the the names of them I've never even heard of them. Like uh, Lilydale, Lilydale, Oregon. Yeah, yeah, that's when niggas get killed for sure. Nashes. Oh yeah, they definitely still Sandpoint, Mount Shasta. Yeah, this list is all over the place. I mean, that's a great Nashville. idea. It's a great idea. I still want to do the whole cabin in the woods thing around winter you know something where it actually has snow but they got an outside jacuzzi so you get like you sipping hot chocolate or mm-hmm. beer in a jacuzzi get the the hot tub the heat from that and then the cool brisk air like that shit i think it would still be dope so i would i would i would, I would do that you should go to uh what is it fair fairbanks alaska fairbanks yep Hell no, nah, boy, I ain't going up there. My sister stayed in Alaska for like three years. I never visited her once. <laughs> but if you get a cabin in the woods, you'll get the snow. And if you go at the right time, you can. Uh, that's where the northern lights are. So you could just mm-hmm. be in the jacuzzi. Sky's all green and shit. Yeah. Bye. Nah, I don't know, man. I don't know. There's a lot of hype around all of that type of stuff. I feel like I can go to, uh, what's the, the shit in, in, in uh, California? Big Bear? 
Oh, that's not the same. Yeah, it ain't the same, but I mean, you know, I got to. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'll think about it. Because Big Bear ain't for it all. We did the cabin thing in Big Bear, me and Farron. Only thing was missing was the jacuzzi. So you just got to find something with a jacuzzi, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was, that was cool enough for me. That was, I, was, I, was, I was A-OK with that. But the presence, ah, I'm, 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 I'm done with that, man. And then it's just a, the hustle and bustle of trying to find unique gifts. Now, luckily, Uncommon Goods has taken a lot of that stress out of it. Okay, because when you shop in Uncommon Goods, you're supporting artists and small independent businesses with fine products that are often made in small batches. So, you know, you, you can expect the best quality, um, high quality, they're often handmade and are made in the USA. So they have some of the most meaningful gifts that you can find anywhere on the net. Uh, and I love the fact that they got it all in one place. Sometimes you'll find a website, they got a couple cool things on it. Everything on Uncommon Goods is dope. Like you'll end up spending way too much money because you're like, this for this person, this for this person. But I got to get me something. What I look like buying gifts for all these folks now, get me something. I told y'all uh, a couple weeks ago, I got Farron uh, the bathtub tray. It sucks just to the side of the tub. And then the tray swings around so she can have a glass of wine. She has an iPad. And a small little plate for some treats because she be eating the tub, you know, little, little, little olives, little chocolates, you know, that's her thing. Uh, then I also got this Bluetooth printer, uh, which prints out pictures in black and white. Um, and it's super dope, man. It's just stuff. I mean, we really don't be printing out pictures no more. That's why I got that because when's the last time you could say you took a camera to Walgreens or somewhere to get it uh, developed? Walgreens doesn't even develop in store anymore. They send it out. I think the best thing to do is go to Costco, but I don't have to do any of that because I got the Bluetooth printer and I got it from Uncommon Goods. All right. With every purchase that you make at Uncommon Goods, they give back $1 to a nonprofit partner of your choice. They've donated more than two and a half million dollars today. So they're really putting their, mo- their uh, money where their mouth is. Um, right now, we're giving out a dope deal to get 15% off your next gift. Go to UncommonGoods.com slash D-I-Y-S. That's UncommonGoods.com slash D-I-Y-S for 15% off. Don't miss out on this limited time offer, Uncommon Goods. We're all out of the ordinary. Another dope thing about Uncommon Goods before we get out of here is that um, they make it really easy to shop. They have all the gifts separated by price points like 0 to 50, 50 to 100, 150 to 200 or something like that. And they also have it separated by who the person is. So if it's your dad, brother, uh, family member, boyfriend, or husband, and the same thing with the ladies. You got mom, sister, girlfriend, wife, all of that. So you have so many layers to 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 choose from when it comes to shopping and make it super simple. Just check it out. Go on the website and you'll be like, I ain't getting none of you. I'm like, oh, I'm all right, I'm gonna go ahead and get a couple things. I promise you. Check it out. Check it in. Satan Club. You say what now? Satan Club. Okay. What uh what comes to mind when you think of a of a Satan Club? Um niggas is red and black. You know what I'm saying? A couple of people walk around with some horns on, uh, a lot of upside down triangles and goat's heads. Uh, yeah, that's that's kind of where I'm landing at it right there. Did you picture in your head any kids there? <laughs> but of course, it's ran by kids. They are the devil. It's ran by two-year-olds. 
That's one thing I never really uh, associated with people who like Satan. I never thought there was like a fan base of kids. Um, apparently, there is. There was just a lawsuit in Pennsylvania. So the Pennsylvania school district just permitted an after-school Satan club. Uh, this is, they just settled, the school district just settled with the Satanic Temple um, because uh, they had a lawsuit accusing the Pennsylvania district of discriminating against students for denying an after-school Satan club access uh, to a school building. They, there was already a Satan club and they were denied access to the school building uh, and they were saying that's discrimination. So there was a lawsuit and uh, now, now it's now it's allowed. They settled, uh, paying two hundred thousand dollars in attorney fees, and they granted the Satanic Temple and its uh, after-school Satan Club equal access to school facilities. The group aims to establish clubs in response to existing religious groups and on campus without endorsing religion in public schools. Uh, the, organi the organization said the after-school Satan clubs are aimed at providing a fun, intellectually stimulating, and non non prosel whoa proselytizing alternative to current religious after-school clubs. I've never seen that word before in my life. Um, but uh, Jesus Christ, that word is a nightmare. Uh, <laughs> I bet the girls in that club freak as hell, though, boy. <laughs> freak as hell? <laughs> the girls in that club freak as hell, boy. You think that's why some dudes are in it? Like, they're hell, like, oh, hell yeah. 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 Like this little emo golf chick, man. She real chill. She's a cheap date. She don't want to do nothing but hang out and drink blood all day. <laughs> oh, that's a different type of freak. <laughs> <laughs> oh damn! Man. Now wait, was this a middle school or elementary school? It says the Lay Valley School District. It doesn't say. Yeah, that's wild. Either way, that's that's. It wild just keeps saying school. Way. That's a fun, intellectually stimulating environment. Is pretty wild. <laughs> Satan club. Do you did you even like grow up knowing any Satanists? Like I knew they existed, but I didn't know any kids. I didn't know any parents. I didn't really. Yeah, they moved very covertly. They didn't really advertise it much. I mean, we assumed. <laughs> we just we honestly we just we just associated people who liked he he heavy rock with Satanism. Like, yeah, people screaming to the mic, and you know, sometimes their lyrics or their artwork, you know, had that heavy undertone of Satan lovers and worshipers and things like that. So, we just assumed we just we associated them with that. We were like, Yeah, yeah, I go on over there with it, that devil music. But right. the church automatically assumed rap music was devil music, like anything with Bone Thugs and Harmony. They said Bone Thugs and Harmony had Satanists pray over their albums. To yeah, capture more souls, and if you played it backwards, it had a message from the devil. It was like, first of all, I was all in. This is this is in the time of the cassette tapes and CDs are coming out. Fam, who the fuck can play it backwards? How would I? How would I even know that? Cassette tapes. When I was buying radio boxes, 
Yeah, but you can't you can't play it back with wine. It just takes it back. It doesn't play it backwards. Oh, you're right. Damn, why I never questioned that. I was just like, who who are the people that they're concerned is playing music backwards? I right now to this day <laughs> would not know how somebody was like, take this album and play it backwards and tell me what you think. I wouldn't know what the fuck to do. I'm like, how do I this is my play this back? And like I really would be stuck. Okay, I'm like, okay, I'd record it on my phone and then maybe just drag my finger back. Like I do a voice note and just drag it back. I, I would not know how to play something backwards. Maybe say manually on a record player is all I can think of. Exactly. Exactly. When I, when I, 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 I began if I'm a buy album just to try to listen to it back backwards while I manually spin the record. Let me tell you what I ain't finna do. You know, you know, you know how many times I could jack off in that amount of time that I'm trying to do that? <laughs> Why would I do it? And then after, after I jack off, I'm sleeping. I'm going to sleep. I'm not going to do that. I have a lot of people to call now because <laughs> that is crazy. You know how I was, for a long time in high school, I was very subscribed to that. Like the whole backwards devil, like like it was so crazy. They'd be like, look, listen to this song from the Beatles. And it would be like, it would kind of sound like something. I'd be like, oh, that's so spooky. I was like super into those conspiracies and now that that's true like why who the hell could play it play it backward exactly i'm i, I, I was finding it out with the technology that you had to have had back then <laughs> I, I bro mtm say you can play stuff backwards on youtube yeah but you you okay i feel like the stuff that you can play backwards on youtube is stuff that people have uploaded backwards right can you can you find something on youtube to play backwards and it just it gives you that option because all I seen is skip forward wine and like like oh Twitter no they had, had to doctor it up they had to wait how do you play a cassette in reverse fast forward the reel to the end and take off the loaded take spool and flip it over then swap the spools over and now you'll be listening to the tape backwards hip hippie let me tell you something that sounds like surgery yeah that's that's worse than a game of operation because all it takes is one little piece of that tape getting mixed up. Like if it if it comes out and you got to try to wheel it back up and now it's bent at one part or it breaks, you got to put some tape. Man, listen, I've had my fair share of tape mishaps. I have never gone back to cassettes. I know Urban Outfitters and a couple other stores are trying to get it back popping for really thousand reason. Yeah, they selling cassettes. Man, who the fuck? Who the fuck? Okay, how, now there's some, some car collectors who like to keep their car very stock and those cars sometimes have cassette plates and cassette players and they don't want to switch it out. Maybe then, maybe then, but the average person, most rate, most cars nowadays don't even come with CD players. It's right. all streaming. So you got the radio and you got streaming. I'm not going to go looking for no cassette player child. Okay. I can't believe that was a thing. Yeah. yeah. Hold. Wait, did they even have, if you had a cassette album, mm -hmm. was there track separation? Uh, no, the song went off, it was quiet, and then the next song came on. It had a song list, so you know what stuff was. Oh, so you had to basically like fast forward, like if your if your favorite song was track nine, you had to. <laughs> Damn, I didn't know that. Yes. So, yeah. so that's why everybody likes CDs because they were able to separate the music. Yes. Yes, you could just skip to the next song. You have to do that. All of that is is it's like <laughs> cassettes were like VHSs. 
That's why when you were renting VHSs, they were like, please be kind and please rewind. Because when you took it out, you took it back to the store, when they returned it, the store is not rewinding it most times. They, I mean, they, they might, but it takes time out of their day. So initially they would have, you would make sure you rewind it, right? And then they came out with those things that like, they were shaped like cars sometimes. You put the VHS in there. That would rewind it for you so it didn't take any time out of you stopping in between movies. They had uh, they had the little thing just so you can rewind videos, bro. It was listen, we were living in the dark ages with technology back then. Damn. That's crazy. No, I mean I that that makes sense for a VHS. Because I mean a VHS is just a video cassette, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But oh, yeah, I did. But that makes so much sense because then like CDs, the whole point is like it has like the laser grooves. Yes. Of a thing. But here's okay. the thing with CDs, so like <laughs> Niggas telling their age right now. I love music, bro. So like, I was one of those kids where I was always on my bike, but I love my music. So I had my boombox. I had my mom had a little luggage thing, or it was really like just like a little cart that folded up. And it was just like it was just a handle, and then it part folded out, so it looked like an L. I took that, took some bungees, fixed it to the front of my bike, took a pillow, took two bungees. Fixed that to the, the bottom of the L part. Took the boom box, set it on the pillow, and then fixed it around the pillow and, and fixed it to the handlebars in the back of the, the L part of the, the cart to try and stabilize it as much as possible. Because CDs were great in cars and, you know, while you're walking sometimes. But when you're trying to ride a bike with a boom box and you hit one one little bump. I mean, it don't take much. So I had the pillow and everything. Damn. And then the other thing is that the radio I had wasn't huge, but you still needed six C batteries. So the C battery type six. I would I would get maybe six to eight hours on 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 six of those batteries. Damn. And that's if they was new. Bro, and batteries weren't cheap for a kid that didn't have a, a job back in the day, bro. I was, I was wild. So wait, you fashioned it onto the front of the bike or the back? Front of the bike on the handlebars. Okay. And it was that crazy like because cool it was, it was. But <laughs> now that I think about it, it's like I remember hearing the music, but it wasn't as loud because the speakers are facing forward, so people would hear me. But I, I was like. The music wasn't super loud to me because I'm not even facing the sound. Of the front oh, you of the were just you were just riding around playing for other people. That's... I wanted a car very early, bro, and this was the closest thing to having a car. For what me. age was this, bro? I had to be like 11, 12. Damn. Mm-hmm. Just blast. Was it like what kind of music was it? I can't. The first CD I ever bought was Tupac. All eyes on me. I bought it as a cassette first, and then I bought, uh, then I bought the, the uh, CD player. I mean, the CD of it. Uh, after that, I bought Spice One. Uh, I bought uh, Bone. Yeah, Bone. About the Crossroads album. He's nineteen ninety nine. That one was crazy because that was like the first double disc outside of the uh, the Tupac All Eyes on Me. And then Biggie had a double disc too. But yeah, uh, the Fuji's album, I was rocking with the Fuji's album. Hmm. Uh, the score, that one. Uh, Biggie's first album. Yeah, I had a couple of them. That's tight. I liked when music was like physical. That's why I yeah. have so many like records at my house. It's just like 
it seemed like it was more fun when music dropped back then. Uh-huh. <laughs> like you're even saying like, yes, it's a double dish, more, more music. But now there's just so much damn music, like just on one of these DSPs, like Spotify, like you, no one is like, has a lack of music right now. Right. I just found this French rapper and he, he go kind of crazy with it. Uh, I don't know if he's a rapper or a singer. It's kind of hard to get the cadence because I don't understand the, 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 the language. The I don't know how, how fast he's thinking. I'm going to send it to you. It, it, it's pretty dope, though. What's his name? Uh, I want to say Yame. He's like missing his two front teeth. He got he got a colors uh, performance. That's pretty dope. Uh, just let you define. Yeah, that's gonna go hard on. Yeah, that B go hard the way he do that right there on that joint right there. I was like, yeah, I rock with this. I rock with this. Uh, who said that? Young Deuce, Deuces. We did the cans. We did a bottle and a tire too, and then we did the cards too. Now the can hands in the back. Yeah, so you would put the can, you like squish the can a little bit, and then you jab it in between the frame and the back tire. So when the tire is going, it's like because it's hitting the grooves on the tire. Oh. The only thing with that is like it could also mess up the tire, right? Right, that's what I was and thinking. We'll, yeah, but we do the same thing with bottles too. The only thing is that it, it it made it more difficult to ride the bikes with the with the, uh, right. With the bottle right, right there because you. You like riding the 10 speed on the, the highest gear, the toughest gear. We did the cards too. We did the cards in the uh in the on the frame, take to the frame so it's getting the spokes and spokes in every time. That's the only one that makes sense to me, the card, because it yeah. bends. Yeah, but you have to reinforce the card because it bends and it breaks. So you put the card on there, but you reinforce it with like some aluminum foil and some plastic, and then you tape it to it. Tiffany was doing this with pine cones. What the was I the only one who was okay with my bike sound? <laughs> I ain't never heard of with pine cones. I don't know where Tiffany lived. Her bike was made of wood, too. <laughs> Let me find out you say your uncle was smoking the bear. <laughs> pine cones on the pine wheels. Cones? She was oh, an elf, elfish no, child. Man. That's different. (laughs) Said she from Big Bear. That's funny as hell. Yo, I saw this crazy story. Um, Okay. You're going to like this one. This is kind of wild. You're a true crime fan, right? Mm -hmm. This is wild. This is the headline. A Korean true crime fan just got sentenced to life in prison because she murdered someone out of curiosity. Huge fan. So basically, I always thought it was like how we talk about it. Watching true crime makes you like, it's almost like you're interested in like how that, like the the crime is solved, how forensics works, like how you could get away with it. But true crime made her an actual murderer. <laughs> she was like, I wonder what it feels like to kill like that. And she just got hit with that life. This happened in South Korea. Uh, Jung Yu Jung. Wait a minute. Jung let her intrusive thoughts win. 
Yeah, I mean, we all crazy. have thought about that. We're like driving, like I drive off this cliff right now, or looking over a banister, like I'll jump right now. Like you have those intrusive thoughts, but like the regular person just mute step, like right, I'm wild, right? Let me let yep. me step back. She just was like, "Now nah, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna kill somebody." <laughs> I wonder I what episode did it. But but like, you, do you realize what it takes to kill a person? Like you have to figure out. Who the person is, or if it's gonna be a random person, when you're gonna do it, what time of day, where you're gonna do it, what you're gonna have on to make sure you get away, and what uh-huh. your weapon of choice is. Like you gonna kill this person with a blood object, stab him, you're gonna shoot him, you're gonna poison him. She put all of that thought, she let her intrusive thoughts get in the express lane and just it just drive all day long. That's I don't and she didn't even like do it a newbie person's way like shooting them or something like that it says she found a uh she stabbed a 26 year old over a hundred times in the victim's home a hundred you see that's that's what cost me like <laughs> stabbing is a is a, pa- a, a crime of passion not because anymore to get up that close to somebody to stab them is and then to do it that many times is like what happened Tell us what happened. Why? Why a hundred times? Like it seems like they're in a relationship. How a person was stabbed a hundred times? Because I feel like if you if you're just doing this, at some point you would hit the same hole. Just by like probability, right? So like, (laughs) unless he had a hundred pricks in his chest, how do you count? You know what? Fuck it. Fuck it. Maybe it's it's a question for uh, me. (laughs) There's no probability. You got. Are you saying they count the stabs? I guess I they would, think, huh? That's the only way to know. Maybe, maybe because some of them are longer than the other, they figured that that's what one went in and came out. Especially yeah, it's probably even ready. if you stab in the same area, you probably can't get the same slit in. That's a funny question. I just got questions. Like, do you flip them over and then do the other side? <laughs> <laughs> you, you season in a piece of chicken breast? What do you <laughs> just? Because you said, like, you, know, you might run out of places and be like, all right. I yeah. I don't, I don't know. Like, I, I, I really have questions for you. I have a lot of questions for MB, but, you know, maybe we'll find one and get them on the show because I, I do have questions. My question is, what show did it? You know, I want to see this shit. That's a hell of a recommendation. <laughs> what show was you watching? Which, which show door, was <laughs> The Killer Within. she really like put it to practice and that's crazy like she didn't just i mean it sounds like she could have killed more than one person what if that wasn't even her first time Mm. yeah that's just what she told the cops that's crazy and if you look at her it don't look like she got it in her ah yeah those be the freakiest or the craziest those be the ones that got it in them though she takes the glasses (laughs) off and she gets gets the business baby that's insane it's, it's so it's, hard to kill somebody now, I would imagine, with so much forensic and, science. And cameras. And cameras. Like in London, them shits is everywhere, Bert. Mm-hmm. They are everywhere. So it's like, if you kill somebody knowing that now, you really wanted that person to be unalive. Right. Because there have been like people who were caught by the the target cameras or just just not even like people like wait like looking to catch a robber or a murderer just cameras they're just out there and i feel like ring 
Ring definitely saved that because I didn't know a lot of people who had home surveillance unless they were like balling. But now you got mm-hmm. rings in like apartment buildings and stuff. Like it's 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 not worth it. <laughs> it's not yeah. worth it. <laughs> Let that nigga have it. <laughs> Just don't fuck with him no more. It is not worth it, man. It does make me a little nervous about the stuff that I watch, though, because it's like a, a part of me wants to believe like, oh, she was always a murderer. Maybe she always had these feelings. Maybe that's why she watched true crime. Mm-hmm. And now she's saying like, oh, out of curiosity. But what if she was just started watching it and then got interested? Like how if you start watching basketball, you might start playing. <laughs> and what if it like... What if that just shows that the shit that you consume actually yeah. affects your brain? I mean, it could. It could. But again, I'd say, I'd say normal people, people who, I, I would say eight out of 10 human beings are going to hear those intrusive thoughts and not let them win. You think about, even if you even if you go further than some, you think about everything it's going to take. It's like, bro, it's like, I thought about it. It's limp. I'm like, how would I do it? Right? Wouldn't do it in my own place. Too much forensics to get distributed all over the place. So I would want to do it somewhere where it's not attached to me in any way, form, or fashion. I still would want it to be clean. So I now I got to go get the plastic, right? And if you want to do it right, then the best thing to do is separate the body. So now you got to go get appliances, right? Now you at Home Depot buying a, a saw that can go through bone, right? Which, yeah, people do that every day, right? You got to buy the plastic. You're going to have to buy plastic for the person and plastic for your car. Or you're going to have to buy buckets to move the dismembered parts throughout wherever you're putting them at. You want to separate them if you're not going to burn them. If you're going to burn them, you still got to dig through or pull the teeth out before you do that because that's not going to burn. All right? Best thing to do is just don't do it unless you got the time to actually cut the fingertips and the toenails out and pull the teeth out so the person is absolutely unrecognizable. But what do I know? You know, what what do I know? <laughs> you know? <laughs> you really have thought about this. God damn. <laughs> I know what I saw on Dexter. That there was a couple things in there that even he didn't do. <laughs> Sheesh. Okay. I didn't know teeth don't burn, but that makes sense. I that, that's yeah. Okay. Teeth, teeth can, you know, it, it, you have to get to a high degree to get that to burn. Um, but also, like, if they have any dental work, like if they have metal fillings, that type of stuff shows up on an ME report, and that's how they're able to identify people through dental records. So, But why does it matter if they're identified, if they're all burnt up? Because, so you can still tell who the person was. Right, but that doesn't hurt the murderer. Yeah, but... It could. So let's say that they identify some person that I was beefing with publicly oh, right, right. weeks ago. And they was like, well, this, he was going back and forth with this person online with the woo. So that then that makes me a person of interest because I might have been one of the last people this person engaged with in a negative way. Here's what's fucked up. And I'm, I'm going to preface this with, <laughs> with saying that this is fucked up. In a purely creative exercise, I'm gonna be thinking about this all day. I'm gonna be like, "Well, how would I? How would I kill somebody?" 
just for an exercise, clearly. But that was just like, God damn, this nigga knows a lot. How yeah. how would I how would I do it? Let's 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 I, bro, it just seems like it's so plan. it's so time consuming. And then you have to like my biggest outside of like all the work and then just not being able to live with that guilt. Now you have to live with the fear of being found out every day for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. And you can't tell anyone. Because even if you killed the person for the better good, if you tell one person, it's likely that one person is going to tell another person. So you got to walk around with that for the rest of your life. That's heavy. That's a heavy lift, man. I don't want that. Okay, I figured it out. Plan a extravagant dinner with all your friends and mm-hmm. then the person you want to kill, right? Also be the chef, poison that toast, right? The mm-hmm. toast toast scene, poison, right? You host the dinner at a lavender farm. You bury said body that was poisoned under the lavender, right? The fields of lavender. No smell. Mm. No trace. <clears throat> Alibi. Mm. He was at the dinner. Right. Okay. Pat, you're going to jail so fucking fast. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's so fucking fast. First of all, no I realized one, halfway through I made it public. No yeah. one is publicly inviting their enemy to anything just so they would have other witnesses around saying they squashed him, right? That's mm-hmm. number one. Number two, if if the person was last seen there, that's where they're going to start the investigation. Once they go through the fields of lavender, because they're going to, they're going to see the disturbed dirt. The dirt that you're going to remove to plant him under or to, to, to put him there, you have to put that dirt back. And it's going it's to disturb. disturbed. Lavender. Nah, nah. They're going to they gonna be able to tell. And then, okay, you're walking on this dirt. They're going to be footprints. And even if you drag the body or you put it in a wheelbarrow, there are going to be tracks from that. You're going to have to literally go out there with the rake and remove the disturbed ground from the digging and from your walking and dragging or wheeling the body. TNT on a duck. (laughs) Okay. Think about it like this. (laughs) You put a bunch of TNT on a dock in a shed. You invite that guy boating. You guys are driving. He hits the ramp. You turn. He goes into the shed. Blows up. No one knows about him. They just think it was a boating accident. Where are you going to buy this TNT? Utah. I met a dude who blows up caves and mountains with TNT, Mm -hmm. and he says it's not that expensive. It is not. I would imagine if you know how to make it, right? But then that means you Mm -hmm. have to get the equipment or the ingredients for it. Now, when you get that ingredients, you have to sign up. Right, you have, you have to sign up. So at some point, your name is going to be on a paper trail, and it's going to lead back to you. And you're not going to be good at making explosive on your first try, which means that you're going to have to reach out to somebody to get help. And when you get the help, now you've already told a person about your plan, even if you didn't tell them verbatim. Now you can YouTube it, right? YouTube it, like you know, find anything on on the internet. But now that's going to leave a paper trail on your computer. It shows that you look up how to make homemade explosions, how to make an explosion strong enough to blow up that bro. It's it's but they knew the explosion happened, they didn't know about him because he was blown to bits. So you think that 
he's going to explode like a cartoon character and there's not going to be anything left of him. I just don't mm. think it's going to work like that. I could be wrong, but I don't think it's going to work like that. I was thinking about this last week because I was watching cartoons. Makes I love sense. watching okay. cartoons on Boomerang. And I was like, you know who should sue is Wiley Coyote. He should have oh, a yeah. class action suit against Acme. Mm -hmm. Nothing they sent him worked like it was supposed to. It never did. He he should get millions. Yeah, how did they even do they have anything that worked? Is there any like episode where like he shoots a gun and the gun just goes off, you know? This man fired a cannon one time at the road one and the cannon itself went backwards and the ball was just right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I have a theory that he's the CEO of that company and he's just <laughs> He's just using all the prototypes and he can't sue because he's he's the and he it's his company, so he's fucking it up. <laughs> I will say they have fast shipping service, man, because they was getting to this shit to him in the middle of the desert, like CEO. CEO. That's what I'm saying. He had ties in that company. That's why he has he hasn't blown the whistle. The roll runner. They said, <laughs> how did I say they said the roll runner? Hey man, listen. That's how I said do this with y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I didn't hear it. Damn. Yeah, man. The road runner. Hey man, listen. I'm country. And I don't care. I ain't gonna make me feel bad. You guys are road runner. I can't think of a word, but cut it out. <laughs> <laughs> you just. You just got an error. <laughs> you, you speech elitist. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Not helping your case. Yeah, he just he got an error. He was like, oh, never mind. Nah. I was trying to think of a word like a word racist or a speech racist, but I couldn't put two words together fast enough. So I just bye humbug. All right, we got time for one more. One more. Let's do it. Okay, so. I can't. I, f I forget. Do you like cruise ships or not? Nah? Yes, overall. Okay. Been on a couple of them, but I've been on them as entertainment. I imagine being on them as uh, a party goal would be a little different. Because as a, as an entertainer, I have access to different things. I have access to everything. Where I would imagine certain things on a cruise, you have to pay to get certain. I don't know. I don't know how it works, honestly. Uh -huh. um, and my quarters were different, so I don't know. But I do I do like partying for a week. I do like the buffet thing. I do like entertainment, so I would imagine it's fun. The only thing I don't like cruises, about cruises is that moment when you look out and there's only water around. Right. Like, that moment is so humbling and scary to show you, you how by yourself you are. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy because even if there was land that was uh, like within eyesight, it's comforting, but it's still like, I ain't about to swim over there. I'll be dead <laughs> in, in like 20 minutes. Man. So there's a crazy uh, scam going on right now. Uh, and it's pretty insane. So there's thousands of families that were left stranded with no place to stay uh, because they sold and rented out their homes um, and they used that money to put a six figure down payment 
to live on a ship for three years. So this is a, a company that's called Life at Sea. Ooh. And apparently there was like a, it was the, the experience of a lifetime. Three years traveling the world from the comfort of a cruise ship at prices that rivaled regular living expenses. So people were basically putting their, um, putting their houses up, putting down payment to live on the, the, the ship. And uh, I guess it says the dream is over for passengers who'd signed up for life at sea cruises. Um, they're supposed to go on an inaugural three-year voyage. And after weeks of ghosting its customers, the company acknowledged uh, to pass passengers that there was brrr, no ship. There was no ship, and uh, it canceled the departure, and it's vowing to refund those who'd signed up for cruises costing up to hundreds of thousands of dollars, um, and all they really said was, we are sorry. It, it says some of the passengers who booked some of the, these cabins sold are still in Istanbul, and... Uh, having made the, uh, their way there ahead of the original departure date. Others say they will have nowhere to return to, having sold or rented out their homes in anticipation of the round-the-world voyage, as well as, um, you know, they basically quit their jobs, uh, sold their house, and not only is it not happening, there is no ship at all. So... That's pretty wild. I don't know the whole story, right? So I could just, I, I have questions though. Like when they went to the website, was there not a ship there that they were being told they were going to be on? I'm sure they probably had some stock photos or something like that. Like I need to know how much the ship, our average ship, cruise ship costs about $496 million, right? That's, that's, that fits about, 1,000 to 2,000 people. Well, 555 million fits between 2,000 and 3,000 people. But if we're going to be living here, that could include families or whatever. So realistically, I'm thinking something probably about 734 million. I need to see all the pictures. I need to see, I, I need to do a walkthrough. Because I ain't going to buy no home without doing a walkthrough. Right. I'm like, when can we come check out the ship, baby? I, I, I need to see this. Yeah, well, you're going to just see it for the first time the day of <laughs> no. and find out it's not up to your, your liking. Man, I need to see everything, buddy. I, I want to see the blueprints. I want I want the blueprints framed so I can hang it on my new walls in my new house for the next three years. Nah, bro. That's actually, that's actually very crazy because if you had people putting down six-figure deposits everybody and you didn't get the boat ain't even built like i'm trying to think like was do you think that was a scam from the start or do you think it was just something that happened where the money didn't come in on time and they just had to say i i think they didn't have the money unless they had because like what company has the money outside of you know actual cruise ship companies has the money for a a, a cruise ship 500 million Five hundred million. That's just the cost of the boat. We're not talking about right. food expenses. We're not talking about the crew. What you got to pay the crew? Mm -hmm. All of the bro, insurance or something like that. And so, if they had 
I, I, just don't, I don't think they had enough money. That's crazy. Because I remember, I remember we had, a, um, I think it was on this show, when we talked about that old couple who sold their house. And they were just on a cruise ship. It wasn't like a, a cruise ship that that was the point of the company was to live there. They were just jumping from cruise ship to cruise ship. And I think they were living like $100 a day be- between both of them. Um, and that story went super viral. So it sounds like this company made that like a reality for a lot of people, theoretically. All right. So if you got 2,000 people, right, mm-hmm. that are paying 100000 which probably isn't the case because probably at least half of those people are the spouse of the person that's paying. But let's just right. let's just try, right? Two two thousand people, and that's at a hundred thousand, right? And that's just a guess of what they were paying. But that's only two hundred million dollars. That's not paying for the ship. So they had to either have investors or they were expecting there to be more money. They're like, bro, like, right? No. Yeah, that's true. Because they were saying that it rivaled just regular living. So you selling your house for three years worth of housing yeah don't and and it was competitive prices like yeah it sounded like something that should have failed way before bro i can't see me living like a moving house sounds good in theory but like on water all the time like i I just i don't know man i i I know these 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 some of these ships are amazing and they're, they're like traveling cities but like the water is it going to be clean enough every time in the jacuzzi or the pool? How often are they cleaning this? Mm-hmm. Uh, the food. What if what? What if we have another COVID? Right. And now remember when COVID first hit, and people were coming back from cruise ships, and they were being held on the cruise ships because they had to be quarantined. Because people oh, were coming right. back, they trapped on this. I think I think people were trapped on there for almost two months. Like and it was docked. Was yeah, it was docked. But well, actually. They weren't they weren't allowing them to dock. So they, they probably were out uh, like how those ships were in Alaska. They were just in the water close because uh-huh. nobody was accepting them. So it's like that bro, would make drive me crazy. You're just looking at land and you can't get off. Your stuff is all done. That's because when you're done with the vacation, you're done. You know, you're yeah. just like, all right, for sure. I'm I, I want to get in my own bed. I want to go back and just, just be on the coast of Long Beach. That would be trash. Yeah. I don't think I could live on a on a cruise ship. That sounds like it might be fun for like a month or something at the most. But three yeah. years is a huge commitment yeah. to not Just, have seen it. Like Terrence said, like you gotta be I have to, it has to be like a zombie apocalypse or something like that to make you want to stay on a cruise ship for three years. Right. Or I'm I'm running for the law. <laughs> Damn. When I'm running for the law, they ain't gonna think the techno cruise ship that's the oh, I'm here, baby. That would be the that'd only be, way. That'd be tough until a zombie. Okay, if no zombies are on board, can it? Can somebody die and turn into a zombie, or they would need to be bit by an actual zombie that was on land? That's well. It depends on how people started becoming zombies. If it's the airborne, movie? it it, it, it could get you. If it's in the water, it potentially can get you. If it's anything with biological uh, warfare, it's it's a possibility that you could be affected or already affected. Damn. We don't know. Like, I, I was watching, man, I was so into The Walking Dead. <clears throat> and when they, 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 they fucked everybody up because, like, people were dying and they were turning to zombies, but they were dying from natural causes. So, right. not even getting bits. So, no matter what, you were going to turn. And I, I fell off the series before I got to find out, like, how it actually happened, how it started. But uh-huh. if they figure that part out, bro, it's over for us. 
it's over. Yeah, that's that's that would be a shitty place to be on a cruise with hella zombie outbreaks. You'd be like, all right, this did not work out. Yeah, nah, man. Nah, I think I'll live in I I would rather live in a hotel than on than on a cruise ship. Yeah. Yeah, facts. Yeah, that makes total sense. Some hotels be busting. They'd be like, yeah. you ever stayed at a hotel that was so nice you went back to your spot and you was just like, damn. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Like damn, I miss I miss room service. I I, I would say that hotels and resorts is like nigga. I will sell dope here to figure out how to stay here. <laughs> yeah, just sell dope to the the, the crew consistently. <laughs> they we be docking. They going to get they going to get food and shit. I'm going to pick up new drug supplies. I, yeah, yeah this, let's just get this going right here. This is what I need. I don't I don't want to go back. Uh, that's a crazy ass story, man. That's some people are just literally homeless in Istanbul, and it says they were supposed to dis- depart in on November first. So, Ugh, that's kind of crazy. To wait, November first of what year? <laughs> this year? How how did I got the ship and they were supposed to go last month? Man, better go over to Italy. They selling them houses for a dollar. I heard about that. Yeah, I, mean, I follow a couple pages on Instagram. This should be followed with the going in the houses and stuff like that. Like this one, you can get for a dollar. It's probably gonna take you know ten thousand, twenty thousand dollars of renovations. But the, the country gonna pay you to live there, and they're selling the, the houses for mad cheap, man. Mm-hmm. Shit, I'll be over there eating the freshest mozzarella. <laughs> shit, I mean, you already homeless. You might as well. <laughs> well you got a roof, baby boy. Some people, are, some people are probably gonna twist that experience into like a cool life. They're just like, yeah. right, now we in now we in Turkey with nowhere to go. Let's just pivot, baby. Yeah. Let me see what that pivot game like, man. Well, <laughs> that is it, ladies and gentlemen. Thank y'all so much for watching and listening to another episode. Uh, hope you guys had a fantastic time with us as we did with you as always. Shout out mm-hmm. to Uncommon Goods for sponsoring this episode. Shout out to the More Mob Scary Squad and everybody that's watching it. Rewatch Gang. Thank y'all. We appreciate you pulling up. As always, I'm to hear more. I'm Patrick Cloud. We'll see you next time on the next episode of Damn Internet. You scary. Thanks for going up. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC member SIPC.